because we don't know how to talk about our bodies, you know? Yeah. So it's like, oh, I have 10 shoulders, but it's like, yeah, but how is that tension? Yeah. How does it feel, you yeah. know? Do you feel like you squeeze? Do you feel like something's crushing you from above? Whereas the pain, how does it feel? Is it expansive? Is it pulsating, you know? Like, we don't know. Yeah. So, so it's this clean question also. It does part of therapy, you know? Because once you verbalize, yeah it's like this is what's happening to me and i would maybe this would relieve me like maybe i want more space in my chest maybe this or that you know that's already like oh there it is you yeah. know Welcome to Healing Voices. This is episode four of a new podcast all about holistic approaches to health and well-being. My name is Jamie Griffiths. I'm a massage therapist living and working in Hackney in East London. This episode of Healing Voices features a conversation with Marta Witkowska recorded at Healing Space on the 15th of July, 2022. Marta is a reflexologist, a Reiki practitioner, and a Shiatsu massage student. We talk about finding the healing path through personal crisis, transforming anxiety into a healing superpower, the wisdom of the body, working with energy and flow, accepting and encouraging skeptical clients, modern lifestyles, and COVID's impact on health and well-being, as well as holding space for stress and anxiety. Yeah, this is a great conversation. It's quite a long one, um, so I'll keep this brief and also there won't be much commentary at the end, but please do enjoy um, the conversation with Marta. I certainly did. So, we're back in uh, Healing Space on Chatsworth Road. I'm joined by Marta. Sorry, I don't know your surname, Marta. Marta Witkowska. Witkowska. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us, Marta. Thank um, you for having me. Not at all. Uh, I've invited you onto the podcast. You are uh, another therapist at Healing Space and you are a reflexologist. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. I'm a reflexologist. I've qualified in 2014 and uh, that's been a great journey since then. I'm qualified in foot reflexology, uh, face reflexology, uh, pregnancy reflexology that also contains fertility and postnatal care. Uh, I'm also qualified facialist but I don't practice that yet but I incorporate uh, facelift massage into my facial reflexology treatment and also I'm a Reiki practitioner which um, is great complementary uh, therapy to reflexology and also I combine those uh, treatments within the session uh, depending on client needs so um, yeah I like that flexibility 
and with mixing different approaches uh, so the clients have the most benefits in the treatment room yeah that sounds like like a good mix because you're kind of incorporating a bunch of different um, modalities in there what but what um, what led you to to reflexology in the first place why did you why did you oh, go down that road yes that's very interesting question um, I think majority of therapists which I'm talking to uh, we share the common uh, experience which is uh, our self uh, crisis life crisis mm. potentially maybe health issues uh, for me it was um, an anxiety and uh, uh, I always been overly sensitive I was always labeled I as an overly sensitive person um, I grew up in Poland uh, in the 80s 90s uh, so um, you know, I could never fit into like a society because I was always more concerned in environment. I was more concerned like in individual. Um, I loved spending time with people, but I also got really tired of them. And so I, I was always very anxious, particularly when I was a teenager. And when I came to London, I was actually really young. I was 19 um, and that brought uh, a lot of um, mental uh, anxious thoughts when I was about 28 so okay. so then um, I, I probably I had all the effects of stress you probably could imagine so I had a, uh, different pains I thought maybe I have some chronic condition I don't know about uh, I had every day I had a headache uh, I was crying almost every day um, I became really antisocial at some point and uh, my partner really encouraged me to take some time off work to work part-time and just find the ways I can help myself so naturally I was like well maybe I'm not feeling so well so maybe I can start to look for some sort of natural non-invasive therapist and um, you know, I remember when my when I was really young, my mother always gave me the homeopathic uh, those little uh, remedies for uh, immunity. Mm -hmm. So in my home, there was always this natural um, approach to health rather than just go for antibiotics. I haven't had any antibiotics really in my life. So I went. So I found this um, reflexology workshop. Uh, it was many years ago. Uh, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. So this is a workshop and I can actually find out what it is. And I just knew there's something to do with the feet. Um, and I didn't like my feet at all. So that's <laughs> why it made me to like, oh, probably you should do it because you actually don't like your own feet. Um, so I was like, well, it's two hours. I have nothing to lose. And the lady at that workshop, she actually picked me as a model. So she showed few reflexology moves on me and after like five minutes like my all anxiety just like disappeared wow. and I felt certain sensations I never felt in my entire life um, I felt like pleasure in my body right first time like I felt like my body's like oh like like it was just it's it's great to be in my body you know like mm -hmm. all the tension just just was melted away and obviously we had a great fun so it didn't took me 
uh, a long time to become reflexology student. I think mm-hmm. I just googled first uh, after workshop. I just googled it immediately, and I found London School of Reflexology, and I just applied, and that actually kept me going throughout my course. And within nine months, I learned so much, and also I work on myself. So essentially, I wasn't planning to become a reflexologist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't planning to actually have my own business ever. It was more like I was looking more like a journey rather than I want to achieve this and that. Um, so I work a lot on myself and I still continue a lot of myself so I can actually be able to to share it. Yeah. And, and that's what my probably the main uh, core value is. Um, help yourself first learn how to do it and then you can share it with others otherwise um, it's it's um, it's not beneficial uh, i think it's very important for therapists to look after themselves first. yes yeah yeah so it's obviously the journey has been ups and downs i'm still considered an anxious person but i know how to control it and i incorporate it and i don't blame myself for being for who I am rather um, uh, embracing it in a good way yeah so I overly sensitivity became you know uh, my main power to be more in tune with people because I'm a hundred percent empath hundred percent and and uh, I found out that during uh, psychotherapy I was uh, into uh, and that's really helpful to know yourself, to know your, your, what's your strength, what your weaknesses are, and then you can just use it. Yeah. So I think I picked the right profession. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Massaging people's feet. <laughs> Great. Well, yeah, it sounds like, yeah, it's been, it's not just like been a career for you, but like a real journey of like personal yes, transformation that's right that's right i i was this sort of person i never knew what i wanted to do in my life so i quit university after one year i was studying business which i it was the most traumatic year in my life and um, and then i just quit university and i went uh, against everyone in my family and i just like oh, guys i'm leaving i'm going to london <laughs> And um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I never treat it as a business, purely business, because I, that's not who I am. Uh, I probably need to learn that a little bit more, because <laughs> it's very useful when you have to just having this survival support. Uh, but but the, my main cause is is I try to do everything what I do with a source of with with this service to others um, i think it's really important particularly after after two delightful years we had and yeah. um, because that changed a lot uh, in in our society uh, some stuff came up um, people are struggling more uh, even among my clients, majority of my clients are an anxiety sufferer, stress sufferer, and and that's really impacting their own lives. So uh, it's it's fascinating how 
uh, reflexology can relieve that tension and give people space and time to just have a break. Yeah. Just have a proper break. Um, because uh, we often, when we really stress, we are not capable to assess properly what's happening. Um, and we have all these thoughts like, I'm worthless, we worry about stuff, you know, which probably never happened in the future, yeah. or we're dwelling on the past. So, yeah, for me, it's really important as a therapist to give people space and uh, disempower that you have your body uh, and your body is so much smarter than your mind. Yeah. <laughs> there is a, this wisdom in your body because it's been, it's been um, developed over the course of so many hundreds of thousands of years. So yeah, reflexology is great therapy to to ground you, to give you the the time to just let go and let your body do do its work, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Sorry. So it's all it's all down to also holistic approach to health. So yeah, we see the patients, the clients as a as a human beings mm. with their own. Uh, minds with their own mm, ways of living so that's for me everything is okay no matter how, what your current situation is um yeah um i don't want to like go too much into like um the sort of sciencey side of it but mm -hmm. um for like listeners who don't know uh, anything about reflexology yeah um, what yeah where, what's its origin and where how does it how does it work okay excellent I talk about it a lot because I always explain to my clients particularly first timers the, the most simple uh, explanation for what reflexology is so reflexology we actually don't know the, the main roots of reflexology it's mm. been practiced probably uh, in throughout the centuries by people people discovered that touching certain parts of the body bring their state of, of uh, well-being and wellness um, but the, the, the main uh, person in our modern reflexology we know in the Western world is dr. William Fitzgerald and he was um, he was a doctor in uh, United States he grew up in, in um, Europe, but he moved to the United States where he was working on the throat and nose and ears um, hospital and he was doing this weird experiment so he was applying a firm pressure on the fingers in the hands of the patient using like a you know the clip for clothes oh like name. a clothes pack clothes pack yeah. yeah and he discovered that when he did that and he was uh, operating the patient they didn't feel pain mm -hmm. so that was this he discovered that this connection of oh, through our probably nervous system so reflexes are essentially nerve endings mm -hmm. so we have a reflex reflex areas in our face ears hands and feet so that's where the reflexes are and those reflexes are connected to certain body parts 
organs, glands, to everything because our body is connected. So for example, I'll give you an example on the feet. Um, I see your feet as a map of your body. Uh, and doing reflexology protocol throughout the whole session, I'm accessing all your organs through your feet, basically. It sounds really hippie and new age <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> but I essentially, that's what some, some of the clients, more sensitive clients can actually feel which area I'm working on through the feet. Right. Uh, so that's amazing. Some clients, uh, you know, particularly more stressed, where there is a, in the body there is a more tension, they they just feel like, oh, it's so nice. It just feels nice. But some people especially feel certain organs when I'm working on, for example, head, jaw, stomach, digestion, shoulder, and those reflect also on the foot and on the feet. Might be slightly sensitive. That means that's actually a good thing. It's more yeah. like a release. Uh, sensation rather than uh, pain so so yeah that's essentially what reflexology is so working through our reflexes connecting to the all body organs bringing state of relaxation so mm -hmm. i also called reflexology massage from inside out ah, okay. so most people after reflexology they feel like they just had a full body massage right and they don't know why uh, so so reflexology is uh, on a very uh, sciencey. I mean, I don't know. You do, didn't want to go through science, but oh no! Yeah, yeah. But most some clients they don't want to hear stuff about energy yes, and the meridians. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in China, for example, there is a meridian starting and finishing in our feet. So mm. reflexology works on so many levels, um, on a mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. It's depending on how the person is approaching to it. So, depending on the person, I have clients, very corporate clients, which just wanna, they just wanna relax. They don't wanna hear about their imbalances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't wanna hear about it. Fair enough. Uh, I have clients who wanna know everything, where the reflexes, which were sensitive and why. So the the, the it's up to clients. I try to always accumu uh, accumulate and give information what the clients needs without making stuff too complicated, you know, too scary for them. Because sometimes yeah. when I say, oh, there is sensitivity in your stomach, they feel like, oh, what's wrong with my stomach? But it's like, there's nothing wrong with probably with your stomach. If you don't have any symptoms, obviously we also ask them. Uh, obviously, you know, I'm a big fan of incorporating uh, Western and Eastern approaches to medicine because I think that's a reasonable thing to do but if, if it's only stress related issues um, that's probably just enough just to give some reflexology and probably a little advice after care um, I'm a big fan of personal responsibility in terms of health mm. uh, so yeah small steps uh, take you a long way especially with your health yeah it's funny how you said you, you think of it as kind of a massage from the inside out it's, um, I've been because I've only been a massage therapist for a year just over a year and mm -hmm. you know when you learn um, massage when you do like a body massage diploma you learn about it in a very kind of biomedical way you know yes. it's kind of this That's muscle true. attaches to this bone and yes. you know um, 
and then once I'd qualified, I started looking into other kind of approaches, and you got, you got the Chinese system with meridians and G's, and then the kind of Vedic with your um, the Nadis and Prana yes. and stuff. And then you try to kind of hold all this stuff in your mind <laughs> at the same time. Yes. And, but eventually, eventually, you kind of just have to sort of let it go, right? And 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 just work with the, the body that's in front of you. Yes. But do you have a, like a particular? Is there a, a model that you go to in your mind so that when you're working, you're working in that particular modality, or do you, as you're working, are you thinking about various different systems? Uh, I. Uh it's a very interesting question, actually. Um, I throughout the years practicing, you know, when I start, when I started, actually, I was really probably I was really stressed to myself being reflexologist because I wanted to do everything right. I wanted to do everything according to protocol, which we have a certain protocol. I still follow uh, because it's very helpful. Uh, but definitely, I also because I'm a Reiki practitioner. Um, I, I try, I always, for me, there is no touch without any energy exchange. Mm. Uh, it's, it's not possible. Like, it is possible, and I, sometimes I receive massages, which were, were purely technical massages. They are still nice, but, but when someone gives me a little bit of the energy, <laughs> uh, it's so much better. And mm. actually, it's less tiring for a practitioner. So... I definitely use uh, my um, my skills, which also I'm a shatsu and student at the moment. So there is a lot of chi projection, key projection, which is a life force energy. It's also prana. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I love uh, that part of treatments when I literally connect with the patient's stomach if they have anything to do with the stomach, for example, or liver. I just go there with my mind. I was like. Oh, Hello, liver. How are you? It's okay. It's that intention you give, but it's also the intention. So it's not too much. Like I'm not trying to heal them. Like mm-hmm. I want you to be well. I want you. Like it's obviously the the intention. Like yeah, of course I want that person to be well. But it's not. Too, it's not forcing stuff. It's just about uh, letting the energy flow, and the body, their body knows what to do. You know, uh, uh, even when they, especially when they don't understand it on a very mental level. So I often go with the, with my flow on a session, even with the pressure. Like some people, I always tell clients like, if it's too much of the pressure, let me know. But that's how it should feel. But clients never complain about too much pressure. That they actually want more pressure in certain areas. Mm-hmm. So then I'm happy to apply it more. But um, reflexology can be done for very, very light pressure, even just a touch or even just holding um, the, 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 the reflexes, the, the, the areas, to very um, vigorous movements, you know, like shakes or, of, or rotations. Uh, so, yeah, it's clearly dependent on the clients. And I don't know how I do it. I still understand that's probably being an empath thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, even throughout the consultation, I try to. I know already how the person is stressed, so I know how to approach them. Uh, so yeah, that's the best part of that work, really, to to 
to understand how the person really feels and uh, to provide the most beneficial service for them. Uh, yeah, do no harm, as they say in medicine. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I'm, st I'm, I'm sort of trying to be in the middle. You know, like I know my my grants, I know my protocols, I know what to do, what to ask, but also I give this extra attention to my own. Um, my own feelings, what I feel about it, you know. Exactly. For example, particularly when I practice Reiki with it. Um, Reiki is actually really cool, but this is not about Reiki, it's about reflexology. <coughs> but for me, I always apply Reiki during every reflexology session. I cannot do any different. It's very pleasurable, it's more energizing. I think people can really feel their energy the their body something is moving something is flowing even very skeptical clients which mm. i love the most yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> i play with them and i send the energy there and there so and they're like oh i could feel like tingling i could feel it in my tips of like they feel it you know so it's like yeah yeah you are actually human and i'm happy i'm not saying oh, yeah you're right it's like i'm just happy that they they become, this, you know, the, every sensation of the body without judging. That's what it is, you know, that's our bodies. There is a pain here, there's a tingling here, there is a wave of cold and heat and it's all great, you know, our body is like a living organism, so yeah. we should treat it like that. Yeah, you know? I was going to ask you about sort of skeptical clients because um, like my first uh, the first time I heard of reflexology was like when I was about uh, 11 or 12 I think my father had been suffering with like facial pain mm -hmm. for oh, it felt like years you know he'd kind of been not diagnosed for ages or diagnosed with the wrong things mm -hmm. it turned out that it, uh, we found out later it was like trigeminal neuralgia so there was a blood vessel mm -hmm. kind of impinging on one of the nerve, facial nerves yeah and he had this, like, a small operation to kind of move that around and it was fine, it was gone. But before that, he was kind of trying loads of different things to kind of, um, uh, you know, dental work and yeah. to try and make this pain go away. Um, yeah, and it was, like, it changed his personality, obviously, like, suffering with this facial pain constantly. Yeah. And so he was looking around, he was suddenly kind of exploring alternative complementary therapies where you know he hadn't um a very skeptical kind of person that would never kind of yes consider it but a friend recommended reflexology to him i think one of his work colleagues and so he went along knowing nothing about it um and came home and just like floods of tears because like he remained skeptical through the whole <laughs> through the whole thing right yes. he was like it was I went in and there was this this woman who was just playing with my feet but and obviously he didn't attribute it to the therapy but like it was the first time in probably a year that I'd seen him laughing you know and like this it was obviously had given him this tremendous kind of release of all this tension yes. which manifested as this like as fits of laughter yes. about this ridiculous therapy that you just had yeah but, but woman, the, woman touching your feet yeah. I know you know most of my clients are women I'm a ha like in the recent years there are definitely more men coming in uh, I think either they're sent uh, they sent by their partners or wives mm -hmm. or 
uh, boyfriends, girlfriends, which, but, but most of them are like, I don't know why I'm here. She sent, she or he sent me here. I don't know what I'm doing. And so I always try to accommodate those guys. Like I explained to them everything. And I was like, the worst can happen is like, you never come back, you know? And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's all right. But, but yeah, uh, it's it, skeptical people, you know, that we all a little bit skeptical on different things. And I think it's the trap of the mind where like, this is who I am. And yeah. this is this is you know my pain is part of me becoming particularly in in terms of like your father chronic pain. Mm -hmm. This is a part of me, and is never going to change. You know, yeah. so you know it's very. I always tell to clients like you are here. You came for reflexology. That's the step you already done to help yourself. You know because like. Why on earth would you believe that foot massage can actually help you with your pain or with anything going on in your body? So that's, I always like, that's great, that's bravery, you know, mm. that's the first step. Yeah, uh, that's the first step you make and, and we have to encourage people. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm all about, encouraging people. The most skeptical, I have m many clients who are like, you know, I try to explain to them what even reflexology is, and I'm like, no, 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 don't explain. I'm a skeptical. I'm a skeptic, and they were like regular clients. So I was like, oh, at the end, you know, when we develop certain way, certain relationship with the with the patient, uh, I'm like, well, but you're still here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I don't. Well, you might be skeptical, but you're still coming back. Yeah. So. Probably you just don't want to explore it. Maybe it's not the time. Maybe you need a few more months, years. Maybe you will never go there. Or maybe you're just too busy to think about this. Thing. Or maybe you're scared of... That's a big part. Maybe you're scared of going in the places you've never mm. been. And, you know, particularly when, when uh, we, we struggle with health, you know, it's scary. It's scary to go down there and find out, you know, maybe my lifestyle is not great. Yeah. Maybe I'm doing something, you know, wrong. Maybe I'm over exercising or not enough exercise. Maybe I'm doing wrong exercises. Maybe maybe I'm drinking six cup of coffees a day and I'm anxious, you know. So that's what me. <laughs> uh, starting my day my day from cigarette and coffee, you know, that was like 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago. And I was surprised I'm anxious throughout the day, you know, with no breakfast. So so yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a big fan of like the little thing. The devil is in the detail always. Like the stuff we do every day are the counting the most and Reflexology is is clearly the great gateway to the wisdom, to knowing yourself more and to gain that what I'm doing wrong. Because definitely I'm doing something which is not right because I'm suffering. Yeah. You know, and it's also very from person to person. We have inherited illnesses, we have uh, you know, we're born in certain ways, so so yeah, reflexology, because it's working on the full body throughout the reflexes, so it's sending the neural transmitter message mm. to the organ, like, hey, you can work well, you know, it's fine, you know. For example, I'll give you my example, uh, I always had problems with my liver and stomach, very sensitive, or digestion generally. And I was wondering why, and I was like, oh, well, I was younger, I was really partying a lot, and I was drinking a lot. 
and my liver still remembers that so I know my liver is a little bit you know not happy with me okay uh, your liver has post-traumatic yes yes <laughs> <laughs> poor liver well, growing up in Poland uh, you know uh, drinking is a is a sort of it was uh, when I was younger uh, among my my group of colleagues uh, we were basically having parties every week and uh, you know when you're young you don't think about the future how your health is gonna Im- be impaired by it yeah uh, but I still try to love my liver and just apologize for all my mistakes <laughs> but definitely that's created my liver still remembers that so even when I'm touching my own feet I could feel the sensitivities imbalances in my own body and okay. I know why is that yeah and uh, yeah so it's interesting how uh, I can read for example if I'm doing some reflexology on the client so throughout the consultation we establish um, general purpose for treatment today to I clearly say today or in general you know mm-hmm. if the client come with a chronic um, problem like for example you know women going through menopause or PMS or uh, arthritis any pain migraines or they trying to um, get pregnant uh, I always we establish what the purpose for for the session is so I can actually a- adjust um, and then, um, sorry, my mind got a little bit blank. No, where? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, and then, if I find something, for example, oh, your bladder, like your sensitivity in the bladder, and you're like, oh, bladder, I, I don't have any problems with my bladder, and but then they're like, oh, but I, I had this terrible bladder infection when I was like ten year old, you know, oh, when okay. I was really young. And I and you know I had antibiotics for it and so the body still remembers stuff yeah. you know so it's not sometimes it's not the 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 new stuff sometimes it's stuff which are existing sometimes the stuff which indicates the might be future problem in the future or sometimes it's the old stuff our yeah. body remembers so our body is this great book yeah you know and we can read it yeah you know like probably with your massage therapies you can sense the old injuries of the clients you know like yeah. and there's still the knot might be there maybe it's not painful maybe it doesn't cause them any problem but but it's still there so it's still in the body you know the healing tissue it creates this hardness around it I don't know, the fascia yeah it's a similar thing where you kind of um you know you'll notice some tension in someone's body that and they wouldn't have mentioned that part in the consultation before Yes. But then, like like you said, it'll come up. Like, oh yeah, I injured that yes. a while back, and yeah, yeah, like you said, the body is a book. It's it holds onto these things that aren't kind of in our conscious minds. And we talked a bit about a bit about this with Claire on our podcast. Yes, with the jaw. Yeah. The jaw. Yes. And the body kind of has its own memory and intelligence that's kind of often is not connected with the intelligence that we assume is assume in, our, intelligence. in our mind, you know, yes. or assume is intelligence, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yes, that's true. And I think, and also I talked about with Tasha um, on the last podcast about, you know, modern life and how that kind of con- continually kind of brings us up into this, into our head space all the time, so we're not living yes. in, in our bodies. And, yes. And, you know, my daughter 
my five-year-old daughter um, is in reception class and in her school this week it's been kind of sports week which is great you know but it's, it's been lovely to take her in in the morning and they've been doing kind of dancing and aerobics in the playground before they go in and do the lessons but there's a, while it's you know it's really nice to see that another part of me thinks well you know why can't every week be yes, physical activity week you know why is why is this part of our life enclosed in under this heading of like sports and really they're just dancing around and doing you know yeah. physical activity that's not part of normal life that's sports week yes know? that's it's, a special yeah. time where you just do all yeah. the sports in our the physical same time activity is not seen as being part of our lives it's like you put on a special outfit to go and do exercise yeah and that's a different thing to our life which is usually just sitting down <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even uh, I'm a reflexologist. I have a sedentary lifestyle. Mm. <laughs> I sit most of the time and I'm doing this crunching position. Mm. But I also try to relax and I also, you know, alignment is very, very important uh, with that therapy. So I can actually, you know, be more efficient for clients. So um, there's a, you know, I practiced a lot of, a lot of uh, different uh, body work forms through Kung Fu, Tai Chi, Qigong, uh, now I'm exploring dance a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, more expressive, more free-flowing and stuff, but uh, yeah, like, why we treat, like, I'm, I'm not a fan of, <laughs> like, thinking too much, you know, and I'm thinking a lot, I used to think a lot, now I'm like, Thinking can cause you a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking rational, like rationalizing stuff, also can cause you a lot of problems because because that's we we our mind like we have to understand our mind works that way. We like to hook into one idea, and that's actually safe. We we search for safety and comfort. Mm. You know, we have to have a special ground, stable ground to go and explore different areas. So. Also, with the mention of all people's problems in the upper body, because that's where the tension is the most um, accumulative. Yeah. So in Chinese medicine, our energy goes up, you know, our the through meridian. So that's why the shoulders, neck, back of the neck, jaw, it, that that's where the certain energy channels are are flowing through. So we, because we're using our minds a lot, the energy gets stuck there. So reflexology, because it's done on the feet, it draws that energy down. That's why it's amazing, amazing for any mental distress and anxiety is the main one. Um, any headaches, tension in the neck and shoulders, like your father, mm-hmm. uh, like, your, like your father suffered with the, with the mm-hmm. facial pain. Yeah. Um, it's not only the, that probably she was working on the neck and jaw a lot uh, and a head area throughout the session, but, but also she, because we're touching the feet, we draw that energy, we're moving that energy down. Right, yeah. So it's all the sense of grounding and all the sense of like, wow, like most of the people like, wow, I feel like they feel like, oh my, I feel like I'm body, my body is whole, like a whole yeah. piece rather than... I have pain here, but I don't feel my legs. Yes. <laughs> you know? yeah. And that's what is great for rebalancing. Where reflexology works on, because it works directly on the nervous system, 
the nervous system is the main commander like in a western yes. approach let's say yeah but then it's connected to endocrine system which are our hormones so when we stress we release stress hormones which um, is a part of our biology it's life-saving uh, mechanism but we have a lot of this uh, now we start we just stress about things are not life-threatening like being late for meeting or being late uh, on a bus uh, for it's 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 all fake and and you know during throughout the day if we have a couple of stressful situations we won't re- let it out somehow it's accumulative 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 and then it's, it's showing off as a uh, you know, burnout and pains and, and being just generally merciful. Uh, so reflexology is my go-to therapy for preventing that. So uh, most of my clients, when they come first time, they take a couple of sessions to relieve the, the, the stress they have or solve, help to solve the problem they currently have. Sometimes it's done in one session. And it's amazing. Like for example, I had a Reiki. Uh, well, maybe that's the word. But I had a client. Uh, I started working with him in January, and he had a stomach ulcer. And in the past, he was admitted to hospital. And I started working with him. And the doctors were like doing scans, so I had like proven. And then the ulcer was like completely gone after two sessions. And the doctor said, like, what did you do? Because we were about to operate you, and, and he was like, well, I went for reflexology. And doctor was like, is it working? And, 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 and he was like, well, I, I don't know. I mean, you tell me, you've done the scans, is it work? Like, clearly it's working. But we, we, with that client, we also developed certain little step-by-step strategy for him to relieve the stress, because he was very, he, he's very young, ambitious young man. And he's working a lot and, and he's very like concerned with the future. So uh, I established with him the first week he was up, he was like, you have to go for a walk, 10 minutes a day, a walk in a park. And he applied that, you know, and now he's trying. And he was like, this was so helpful. I really, those 10 minutes became like half an hour. And I felt so stressed. Like I closed my laptop at 5 p.m. and I went for a walk because he was working from home. So that wasn't really helpful. Mm. And, and I felt like I'm coming back from work and this is my private life now, so I can just relax. And so that's, what, that's why it's, it's, it's great. So the, I'm, I'm always encouraging people in a small ways to take different approach, do a little thing for yourself, try it out. Don't, don't believe it's gonna save you or help you. Just try how you feel with it, you know? Because I tried all the, probably, not all, but like many, many different approaches to my own um, stress and anxiety. So I always recommend to people only stuff I tried myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just tell them like, if you, if it's not for you, it's completely okay. Like it's your life, yeah. it's your life. And it's not, it's not about making you doing stuff you, you hate. You know, you don't yeah. like to do because like with the sport, there's so many different sc- sports categories. There's so different way of moving our body. Uh, and yeah, going to that gym and just like lifting those li- those weights is like, oh, like for me, it's like, no, no. Like for me, for example, uh, running, 
completely not for me. <laughs> right. Uh, as a reflexologist as well, I'm like, well, running is actually impairing your feet. It's it's actually causing harm to your knees, uh, to your hips. Um, but yeah, as I say, I will never stop people from running. You know, I will never yeah. tell them like stop running. Uh, maybe I will tell them like get the proper shoes or maybe go to osteopath maybe they can assess you how your posture is maybe when you run you're doing like this micro injuries that's why i have i had a lot of runners in the past actually they had problems with their feet and knees and i was like oh maybe you just stop running <laughs> that was in my mind yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, i was just like maybe just get this you know maybe just don't do 10k you know when you're just like first timer or just take it slow by step by step or maybe impaired food which will benefit your your joints you know maybe take some yeah, supplements yeah. Uh, so um, yeah but but I will never say like you shouldn't do it it's you know it's it's um, it's not my uh, job to do it I can just sort of uh, say something in a very uh, sensitive in a, in a very subtle way so you know because most of the things we do this actually may, may harm us you know uh, for example our diets people eat in weird ways now like yeah. we have all this like I, I know from my experience I was vegetarian for like half of my life mm -hmm. and then I became vegan plant-based and I completely ruined my health right by eating plants so my body is not meant to have a full plant-based diet so uh, now I'm uh, enjoying uh, meat I enjoy everything I want and uh, my anxiety lifted so there was definitely there was definitely my hormonal health Im improved and I feel stronger uh, yeah my stomach pains are sort of going away and yeah so it's it's sort of like not everything is for everybody yeah, and I don't yeah. like that approach you yeah. know like vegan diet will heal you from this vegan diet is great for a month I think for everybody sometimes we just need to give our body detox um, but I have clients who are vegan for several years and they're doing okay I mean I'm saying that maybe they would do better if they had some meat but mm -hmm. I don't know that and I give them that freedom you know and I just check out of them like how is your anxiety how is your skin how is your you know because every the changes in the body are quite settled this island day and yeah. over time they become more and we're actually getting used to it yeah you know when I was a vegan I was literally like losing my hair I develop eczema uh, my um, my hormonal health was terrible and, uh, and my and anxiety was the worst in my life and I was still like, but this vegan diet is healthy. I'm not gonna give it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. and then I went to Chinese doctor uh, in in Camden Town. In she's the best, Chinese like Doctor Lucy, in Acumedic. Uh, and she, what's your diet like? And she uh, and I said to her like, I'm vegan. And she was like, Well, darling, you're gonna fall apart, <laughs> like in five years. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I was like. Oh my goodness, like, I'm gonna eat eggs, you know, I was like, try, like, and I started to eat meat and I really enjoy it, good quality meat, Yeah. a couple of times a week, yeah. in a small portions, 
made a huge difference to my health. So yeah, it's sometimes yeah we are you yeah. know we humans we have a monkey mind well, know, yeah. at the end. So sometimes you have to really really feel the pain. <laughs> yeah, like you said before, you get kind of yeah the brain seeks like uh, thoughts or ideas of yourself that are that can be harmful and because the, yeah. the mind is locked into this yeah thinking you can't yeah just can't see outside of that exactly yeah. yeah exactly for me also like reflexology therapy because it's in my personal experience is it was the first sort of route to really think about my body even though i made so many mistakes along the way you know by trying new things trying different things you know and then give them up and and then moving on to the next one you know because it's life is sort of fluid and we get older and we get different needs you know our life circumstances might change uh, so for me it's like even five minutes a day it's better than nothing and reflexology it can be really great therapy to calm to calm the mind and to feel the body and then reduce a little bit of that stress, that fight or flight, that constant worry. So you can go out then to the world and feel what would you be, what would be good for your body. Mm-hmm. Like, do I need that seventh cup of coffee today? Maybe it's not gonna do me any better if I already have a, you know, sleeping problems. Yeah. Maybe I should like develop certain like ritual before bed maybe take a bath with some salts instead or instead of like feeding ourselves on news what's going on maybe i can just give myself an hour and go for a walk without the phone yeah you know so it's all the things and the little things but also i work with people who have certain medical problems and then we we do it along like i work with people with cancers doing chemotherapy um, to just give them like a sense of like you know um, it's quite intense as well because it's, it's very emotional for them to go through chemotherapy they often lose their hair they put on weight you know their body is, is just exhausted and it's tiring and it's, it's really um, so often the doctors refer them to for reflexology to get some extra help to give yeah. them this natural non-invasive uh, approach to to help during during that process um, and it's really really helpful because I was yeah it's it's the most clients especially the elderly or the people who have really really uh, suffer uh, in their life with the health are the most um, that's where they see the proof. I had a client, she was actually a Jewish lady. She, she passed away like three years ago. I was working with her every week for three years, having given her reflexology. She had dementia, so she didn't even know what I was doing. And she didn't remember her own family members. But when I was coming into the room, she was smiling because she, she knew what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like her body remembered that. Yeah. That and I was massaging her feet and giving her like um, shoulder rub and, and she was actually Auschwitz survivor so so many traumas in her body were accumulated she mm. had problems with her breathing uh, even though there was nothing wrong with her lungs but but yeah that was for me it was like this is brilliant like she clearly have no clue what I'm doing 
but she, the human to human touch yeah you know like even when she was sometimes she had this anxiety because of dementia she was losing her like she thought she was dying basically she had this breathing problem so I was the family always leave her with me and I would just stay there and just hold her feet and that's it and just be there for her because you know that she had a nurse and that nurse was slightly a little bit like oh what's going on like she was actually make her anxious even more yeah. and I just said to the nurse like listen just, just give me a 10 minutes you know just leave come down <laughs> you know that it's not helpful for elderly with dementia so I just was holding her her feet for 10 minutes and uh, just being with her and just bring that calmness to the room so she could actually there's sense that feeling that actually is nothing happening I'm not dying you know it's just in my mind you know so uh, that was the best experience uh, would like for me because if you have someone who doesn't understand really what is going on around them because of the brain and the age and the life struggles she had um, it was brilliant to see the power of, of reflexology you know yeah. how she felt um, yeah, interesting. Also, I had a little boy, like boy, ten-year-old boy, autistic boy, and her his mother brought him to me, and she was literally like in tears because he was he's he, thirty-five minutes he could stay in one place when I was doing his feet, and it was brilliant because she was like he cannot even stand for five minutes, like he's so distracted. And I gave, gave him like a little crystals to play with, mm -hmm. and uh, and and he, and he was like, "Oh, this is so beautiful." So he stayed there with the crystals, and I was massaging his feet, and he was asking me questions. What are you doing? Why are you massaging? Want nice? So, and but he was like, she, his mother thought like, if he stays fifteen minutes still, uh, it will be success. But he was the. 35 minutes and I said like do you want to finish now and he was like no 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 I want to five minutes longer <laughs> and I was like yes that's brilliant so yeah if that can do for this people who 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 uh, are you know not not fully well yeah what it can do for you know someone who is struggling with the stress you know like no it's just the stress you are overwhelmed by stress and I understand that feeling because I've been there yeah. uh, myself. So, um, pregnancy reflexology is a big thing as well for me. I, it's one of the best sessions you can get uh, when you're pregnant, particularly at the last stages, but not only, you can have it throughout the pregnancy with, to help you with the different, different symptoms and not pleasant symptoms of pregnancy. Uh, when the body is prepared for natural labor, obviously it's an amazing three people treatment because the baby is engaged, and um, and it's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, reflexology is actually so uh, versatile and can can benefit everyone, like yeah. from newborn babies to the very old end of the life care, um, and that's what I love about it so much because there is. Yeah, there are certain contraindications um, which I stated on my website, obviously. And you know, if you are concerned, it's better to consult your doctor. I always recommend, you know, mm -hmm. even if you're pregnant and you have concerns, always ask, uh, ask uh, 
ask your doctor as you know before before attending because I better always ask if you don't know asking is not a shame asking is good for you and uh, rather than just like I don't know what I'm doing um, if you're healthy generally healthy it's, or you have just like stress problems it's safe it's just safe um, yeah because it's been around for thousands thousands of years yeah. and yeah yeah it sounds like such a you know every time I like I, I learn about a new modality of therapy it feels like there's a whole world a whole universe there you know in kind of in microcosm um, but so many of the themes you've been kind of you've been talking around like um, human to human contact and like the healing power of touch taking personal responsibility for health um, yeah it, it keeps bringing me back to the, the experiences of the last two years and how you know during that time perhaps like we've been encouraged to not take responsibility for our own health you know yeah. that's been kind of something that's, that's been imposed from the top down yes and there's also been a top down kind of separation of people which has denied that kind of human to human contact and touch basically yes. yeah people went without that for a long time during the lockdowns did, yeah did you notice like you were practicing before and after I'm guessing do you have you noticed a change in how people are presenting when they come to you um, yes definitely yeah. uh, that's a very very good question obviously as a therapist we weren't allowed to work uh, we were allowed to work on off all the time so you know I feel like my practice been um, is it it was a reset for me actually I enjoyed lockdowns <laughs> a little bit like I could connect reconnect with myself without imposing on myself like I'm a Marta I'm a reflexology therapist and like I'm amazing it's like I was like no I'm actually a human being and I have my own like problems you know like I could like really get to the through the core of like why I'm really doing it you know mm. why I'm doing it maybe I don't want to do this anymore maybe it's pointless you know you, ha you have these thoughts yeah because what happened the pandemic is here you know people weren't allowed to hug their loved ones you know like like at the newspaper those literal article now you're allowed to hug people um, <laughs> yeah. and I was like really um, like really <laughs> yeah you know you know it's it was very interesting time on so many levels and and yes the clients definitely changed um uh, immediate after all that pandemic sort of finished and the country opened up again it was in april right 99% of people and anxiety yeah and anxiety and just general worry and it's like, how can I just navigate my life right now like this? You know, people have their, you know, I have clients with like underlying health conditions like, you know, diabetes, asthma, you know, obviously COVID is, is impacting all of um, them more. Uh, some of the people have long COVID and been hospitalized. You know, they, they had really, really traumatic um, time because especially at the beginning of pandemic where no one knew how the virus is uh, impacting the body yeah. and everybody's so different as well so um, 
so definitely a lot of anxiety and and stress and a lot of people went through their life changes you know even like getting divorced or quitting their job you know because they like they decided like i don't want to do it anymore the job is killing me which is actually a good thing yeah um but definitely uh, i found even as a therapist i found that i want to be there even more for them but also also establishing the the clear boundary so right. i'm not getting older stuff Yeah. You know, like because it's exchange of energy as well. Yeah. You know, like it's conversation. It's conversation, yeah. and it's like being as, like in in a little bit of therapy, talking therapy as well yeah. going on. So, mm, I had to work it out by myself as well, so I don't become overwhelmed. Um, and I think having that little bubble as a therapist really helped them as well because I can stand, I can hold the space for them more and um, you know when, when the client comes in and they, they you clearly see the stress the tension you know I have cl- and then they you ask them a little question it was like how was like how are you feeling today and they're like oh my god I haven't had I haven't heard that question for a month you know no yeah. one ever asked me how do I feel and they like immediately start crying uh, and I'm like well that's a great beginning you know that's it Give, take your time you know I've seen it, all of it I'm a big fan of crying yeah <laughs> um, I do it myself quite often uh, it's very healthy uh, yeah uh, there is no shame of, of being a human and I think that's that's what we need after pandemic and as a therapist based even more we have to empathize on holding the space for people because Every individual, we've been through so much, even if it's not visible, you know, maybe it's internal thing, maybe it's like the old traumas appearing, maybe it's something we didn't work on. Um, you know, I had very successful clients, you know, working city or being a lawyer and they were miserable, you know, they, they yeah. earned so much money, but they were like, I don't know what I'm doing, like it doesn't give me any pleasure, I'm burning out. So. I want to do something else, you know. I had a, one client who actually, he's a university professor. He's like, I'm, 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 he's training to be a reflexologist. Right. And he's trained to become Reiki practitioner. Because he was like, you gave me inspiration. <laughs> That's lovely. But it's like, it's it's your way. It's it's amazing. Like, we need more, more people like you, you know. And, and it's still work with people. But yeah, generally, coming back to the to the question, yes, it's different. It's different now. And Jamie, I still don't know how to wrap my head around it yet. Yeah. What exactly changed post-pandemic? I think we are in a phase of everything is okay, but it's not. It's yeah. not. It's yeah. not like it was before. You know, people act differently. Um, I think people became more like scared of, yeah. of the even I went to for a dance class last night and you know I came to the room I said hello there was like a few people there and people were just sitting and like not talking to each other like don't even make eye contact and I was like 
oh my god this is so stiff yeah. and throughout the dance class you know we started to like jump around like a monkeys and then I, I started to smile to people and then they smile back and then we actually start to have a little chats you know and yeah. so I think that's changed like I think we became a little bit more comfortable with being isolated yeah you know yeah. and and I feel that in myself as well like uh, mentally I'm probably just getting out of the lockdown yeah <laughs> um, yeah I feel really grateful for like having two small children at this time because yeah. it kind of forces you to kind of get yes. back in there you know and yeah I think it would have been easier as a, as a single person or someone without children to yeah. st- keep those barriers up you know definitely uh, yeah and, and allow them to feel comfortable for longer yeah and you were you were with the kids with you have two young children so yeah. i think they they saved your mental health at some point because, oh yeah because yeah. you engage with them and you were like okay you cannot play with your you know with your friends mm-hmm. but i'm gonna play with you i'm gonna become that kid you can play with yeah. you know so it's like it's it's brilliant it's amazing that uh, you know kids also are i used to work with kids a lot so i I love children. I don't have any children yet, but I would like to, maybe, if I have time for one or two. Um, but um, definitely uh, kids, yeah, because kids just, just they want to play. Like, we have to find that in ourselves. Like, yeah. life can shouldn't be so serious. Yeah. And, yeah, we have to, like, always be this flexible, like, maybe this is what I'm doing at the moment but this is not the answer to all my problems mm, and it's like life goes on and and that's the beauty of it uh, generally looking after your health physical health mental and emotional health should be the priority you know and sometimes it's not easy yeah. you know because sometimes you really have to make a tough decision of for example leaving your toxic partner <laughs> you know mm. like Maybe changing your job, which is just burning you out. Maybe just develop the strategy to, to, to do it. You know, don't do it like day to day. It's not good for you. That will actually bring might bring my more stress. Um, but some people do it. Some people some people just leave their jobs, high paid jobs, go to Bali and become like meditation guru. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it yeah. works for them. I don't think it's particularly healthy, but. Some people need it and let them do it, you know? Um, well, if you, if you have the means, I guess, it's you know, gonna... Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you like to know more about reflexology itself? Or? Um, I think... Do you think that... Uh, we'll probably need to wrap up something. Yeah, but sure. You gave me a treatment a few weeks ago. Yes. Uh, and... Um, yeah, I found it like incredibly relaxing while I was in the room, um, and I, yeah, I don't know if I'm one of the sensitive people who can pick up on you mm-hmm. know when you're manip- manip- manipulating certain parts of the feet, feeling that in, yeah. in the organs that are affected. But after the treatment, I did feel like much lighter. You know, like the definite sort of tension had been lifted mm-hmm. felt lighter on my feet my feet felt so much more sensitive you know to like the ground as I'm walking along um, yeah 
it's, it's, I wanted to ask you how did you feel after because on that day you actually were quite uh, stressed and you had to run to pick up your daughter oh, that's so right. it was yeah, more of yeah. like you know but but still uh, you, you know you don't have to feel the certain body parts with them or no. particularly for experience reflexology first time and also the, our feet because they are connected to ground like all the time and they take the body weight and they take mm. so much you know and they also take the calming yin energy from the ground right yeah so that's why manipulating feet you know i i always uh, if someone is really really stressed you know sometimes in china they have um, and this uh, um, ritual of putting feet in hot water you mm. know and then that's actually drawn that energy down as well so even touching your feet your own feet uh, in the evening or putting them in hot water or just even washing your feet it just makes so much difference and don't do anything with your feet or like apply a little balm and just playing with your feet you know I, I sometimes I show my clients what they can do between the sessions you know which areas to apply to reduce the stress a little bit more or if the certain body part is affected where is it on the feet so they can work it themselves uh, it's it's still beneficial you know but you know if they can completely let go in a treatment room and be looked after yeah and just fall asleep and have a snooze or snore or whatever they like or a little cry after all after treatment is is um it's all part of the whole thing you know like frankly i'm a reflexologist i hardly ever go to reflexology mm -hmm. i don't know why i probably should go to some fellow reflexology in this London soon. Um, yeah, just to like remind myself how wonderful it is. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, I do different therapies, but uh, reflexology I started to do at the beginning when I actually become a student. Yeah. You know, I, I was receiving a lot of reflexology then because we were practicing on each other and I was a study case for one of my colleagues and it really, really, really improved my well-being, you know, had more energy. I was less like groggy, my headaches were gone, my shoulders relaxed, you know, my, my PMS just like almost disappeared and my hormonal health was just amazing and definitely an anxiety uh, was like reduced by 80% easy. So um, yeah, I highly recommend uh, reflexology uh, to anyone who's also skeptical you know yeah because it's this, this sort of therapy also a lot of people don't feel comfortable like maybe receiving full body massages because they just embarrassed you know uh, they don't yeah. want to get undressed so yeah. reflexology yeah. is sort of quite easy way to access the full body through the small part yes. uh, of the body so they don't have to get undressed even if they're embarrassed about their feet i really don't care i make them on knees like don't worry you should love your feet like imagine your life without your feet that's my question yeah. i always ask them like you would have just like two sticks you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like what would you do without your feet you know yeah but it's so, so easy to forget about them isn't it your feet yeah them. and most people like i i still like i i prefer my feet to be maybe more leaner or more better shape but um, but I look at the feet in a slightly different way. I don't care about your, you know, your hair on your legs or like your p vanish on your toenails is not perfect, yeah. you know, or, or there's a little bit of hardened skin here and there or like, you know, 
it's fine, it's all right, I'm gonna wipe your feet anyway, I'm gonna use lovely reflexology balm, your feet's gonna be feeling smooth as a baby <laughs> and you're gonna feel like walking on the clouds, so what is to, to not miss, you yeah. know? Yeah, walking on a cloud, that's exactly Yeah, or feeling. face, yeah. face is it's different, you know, face is also amazing, you know, facial reflexology, I combine it with uh, acupressure, which I, I, I apply certain points, acupressure points, calming points. Also, we get a lot of tension in our face. I think you mm. talk about it with, um, with Claire. With Claire yeah. So there's definitely jaw, mm -hmm. you know, forehead area, around the eyes, sinus problems. A lot of people have sinus problems. So I can combine, you know, draining their sinus and then working on through the feet yeah. to help the body to sort of heal it a little bit, to, to, to reduce the symptoms of hay fever or uh, any really anything and how does someone find you to book a treatment so i am uh, i i've joined instagram in lockdown and i don't know if that was a good idea or not but <laughs> I'm, I'm, i don't know how to use it basically so i'm like old school uh, person i need to more a bit more i have facebook i don't use anymore but I have a website, uh, bigcalm.co.uk, and you can find me there, you can find me on Treatwell, uh, which is a booking system. I Actually, yesterday I joined Fresha. Uh, I'm going to link everything to, uh, everything is linked to my Instagram account, so it's uh, bigcalmreflexology, uh, best to find me there, and all the links are there. Um, yeah, I'm practicing in Bethnal Green in St. Margaret's house, which is just near the station. I have a treatment room there, which is lovely, quiet, uh, old building. Um, I practice in healing space here in Hackney, which is very local to where I live. I also offer home visits for local people, particularly for people for elderly, for people who are not, not capable to attend to the treatment rooms. Um, like pregnant ladies at the last stage of the mm -hmm. pregnancies, also postnatal when the mother have a little baby with her, so so uh, they can actually, you know, a lot of my pregnancy clients book me for postnatal um, treatment, so I can actually meet the baby as well, yeah. so they can feed the baby during having reflexology. Uh, yeah, so I'm locally. Um, I'm gonna be more local. Uh, I'm gonna be more uh, vocal because I'm learning business skills now. You see, after yeah. eight years of practicing, uh, I think that was changed post lockdown. Like we have to really advertise ourselves a little bit more. Gotta hustle. Everything is online now, yeah. which is a bit annoying. But you know, we have to do it. As, as much as comfortable we feel with it yeah you know yeah. small steps so jamie when are you joining instagram mm, i don't know <laughs> not sure you should not, not anytime soon I yeah think. i think yeah. It, i think it's i don't it's, know what it's going to do for my stress levels you know <laughs> so yeah, yeah i mean sometimes yeah sometimes because you're watching social media it's like make you feel like oh my god like particularly the younger generation of, of practitioners it's like yeah. they just like so unbeat and and, uh, uh, and it's like because I grew up without social media so I think it's easy for us to yeah. like real world is counting more <laughs> like 
I stay rather stay in real world. Yeah, definitely Instagram might cause you a little bit of anxiety when you feel like, oh my god, like there are so amazing therapists out there. Yeah. Mm. But it's a matter of presenting yourself, you know. And as certain things I won't do. That's I, that's I know for sure. Yeah. I won't be doing this, you know, this these videos. Sorry for any guys who listen to it and you're doing those videos. I admire you, but but uh, I'm not gonna do these videos when you point out stuff right. like that, <laughs> or these videos where you uh, where you concentrate very big uh, knowledge into five sentences. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I think that's what is str- I struggle with. Like pe- we become as a humans, like we want short, we want fast, yeah. and we want it now. Yeah, and that's. No, not how it works. Not, not. Yeah, and I feel like doing that kind of stuff. It's kind of counteracting what I'm offering, you know, which yes. is like relief from that, and yes. then you're putting more of that out yes. there into the world. And that's true. Like there's a that's true. There. So I try and yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get back. I mean, I used to be on Twitter and Facebook and stuff. And like, oh, oh, Twitter, used, terrible place. I used to just place. get really angry. So <laughs> yeah, I yeah. It. Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, actually, the word. Instagram is much more human-friendly because you're still putting out the pictures, you yeah. know? And then yeah. it's like, oh, this is just a photo, you know? And, and, and yeah, I'm still, uh, you know, learning it and try to... Um, putting uh, valuable knowledge, you know, now I'm doing this series about traditional Chinese medicine. So each season we, we explore different elements and I give a little tips how to, how to balance it out. For example, now we are in the summer, so it's a fire element. Too much, we have too much fire, all of us. You know, that's why anxiety is actually yeah. connected with fire element. Okay. Uh, so it's all about like even being in water, like I went to the seaside on a, on a weekend and I just dipped into water. I was like, oh, everything went away. All my worries from months. Yeah. You know, just being in the water. Power of the water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah on a beautiful beach. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's brilliant. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, it's not easy to look after your health. Uh, it's never shortcuts. And I think it's very important as a therapist to have this openness and honesty about it. You know, it takes time. Yeah. It takes time to heal. And some other thing might come up on the along the way because we are very complex. Yeah. You know, and there's always something to heal. Yeah. So it's like it's rather concentrate on the journey rather than I want to be fixed yes. by someone, mm, you know, quickly. Or, or the funny thing is, you know, the people with, you know, maybe a few year, like maybe a few months of experience, maybe one year of experience, you know, they're like, oh, I'm an expert of this. I was like, well, no, not really. You just started doing it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, for example, you exploring, you know, you yeah. qualified a year ago, which is great because now it's like, I think qualifying from being practitioner is like, and now what? Yeah. You know, and now it's like now you have to develop your own approach to it, which will change over years. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's a beautiful journey for you as a practitioner and as a human yeah. being. And then you can, you know, along the way meeting pe- different people, you go with them, you know, because I, I think people come to practitioners for their also personality and you know, I'm not for everyone. 
not not everybody's for everybody and I understand that completely and I but I am I will never force myself to <laughs> fit everybody you know I think everything is for everybody's is for nothing really so I'm, I have a special my clients which I love them and they know they can be really open with me I'm gonna be really open with them and we develop certain relationships which is great and I see their improvements over the course of months or years even you know and I'm with them when their parents die where you know when they're falling pregnant and they have babies and it's it's a really great way to we're still having that boundary it's a yeah. client practitioner you yeah. know relationship but um, still on a journey together yeah yeah but they, they go you know they go away they come back you know I have clients coming back to me after four years I was like, I still remember how reflexology was great with you. So it's like, this is the best compliment you can get. You know, when someone remembers how they feel after visiting you, you know, and hopefully no one's got a traumatic experience after seeing me, but I've never had any complaints yet. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I try to just do my best having that knowledge and still expanding uh, the knowledge in a very, you know, small, slow and steady pace. Um, yeah, so that's why reflexology actually drove me to Reiki and then that drove me to to um, more interest in traditional Chinese medicine and now I study Shatsu, I'm finishing second year um, this weekend actually. So yeah, another year and, and then I'm going to incorporate all of it. I don't know how yet, but let's yeah. see. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. well, that's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, Marta Pekowska, Big Calm Reflexology on Instagram. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you very um, much, Jamie, for having me. And we'll, I'd love to, we'll have to have a, another one of these because I think there's lots more to unpack. But um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, can, we can have a conversation about more themed, like yeah. for example, uh, you know, pregnancy or fertility is very interesting. Uh, you know, even covering facial reflexology um, or, or Reiki you know it's, yeah, it's yeah. quite uh, you know a lot of people have a lot of different approaches to Reiki which right, is yes. which is interesting um, yeah I treat it more I try to as I stay 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 on the ground don't go too high you know it's yeah. like I'm not like psychic you know I won't read your sure. future I, I don't even want to you know like I think we are in charge in, in, in for our lives that's that's the best empowerment of a uh, individual you can give to people like you you have the power you know it's there maybe you don't feel it now and definitely if you're depressed or anxious you don't feel it okay but that's the good point to start because that's how you start yes with the pain yeah well that started for me with the yeah. pain <laughs> so uh, pain I, I remember I met very old Chinese doctor from California and he said pain is your friend and yeah. really, I was like, "What? What is he talking about?" And and now I understand. Like pain is is the is moving us. You know, it helps us to yeah to want it to shift. Yeah, you know, pushes you um, along. Yeah, yeah. No pain, no gain. <laughs> <laughs>
has this, uh, but sometimes pain, like for example, receiving a massage. You know, I love the pain of receiving the massage, the pain of releasing. Yeah. You know, the, this is not pain. It's actually like, yeah, I want to go there. I want to explore that. Yeah. You know, like, ooh, how my body can like, how my mind can can exp- not be afraid of my body sensations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so um, by the way, reflexology is never painful. It may be quite like weird at some points. For example, if someone's got like very stiff shoulders or have like a problem with the shoulder, the reflexes will be sore yeah. on the foot, but there will be more like a releasing effect. Yeah. And actually, clients are like, yeah, yeah I like it. Or, you know, bring it, bring it on. You know, because that's what they feel that is what's working. So, and. Um, yeah, some clients just fall asleep and they not aware of what's going on, which is great as well. If you fall asleep throughout the session, it means your body gets both benefits yeah. from the nap and from the treatment, and you don't have to remember what I'm doing. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, and but the nervous system is still getting all that. Yeah, parasympathetic input. nervous system yeah, yeah. is triggered. Your belly will rumble. Mm-hmm. You will fall asleep. Most people like snore. I snore uh, when I have like a good nap as well and like it's it's not embarrassing I love it I love it for me it's like yes your parasympathetic nervous system is like fully on and it's not happening often my friends (laughs) okay Okay. It's been it's been like an hour. It's been an hour and a half. Oh, okay. So probably you can cut it off. Yeah, I hope nobody was hoping to use this room. (laughs) But I don't think so. Yeah. Thank you, Marta. Thank you so much. That was my conversation with Marta Witkowska. Welcome back to the Healing Voices HQ, which is the study come playroom of uh, the basement flat that I share with my partner and two children in Lower Clapton in Hackney, where I record the intros and outros to these podcasts under the watchful gaze of um, some mermaids, Barbie dolls, Elsa from Frozen. Uh, Yeah, I spent a lot of time in this room playing with my children during the lockdowns uh, when schools and nurseries were closed. Uh, I really hope we don't go back to that. It seems like we're not going to. It seems like public opinion has generally shifted away from lockdowns and is shifting away from containment policies as regards COVID in general. And uh, I think that's a good thing. At some point, I would like to do uh, a whole episode of the podcast about COVID. Um, It's a topic I've kind of been avoiding up until now, partly because I have very strong views on it and um, I didn't want to launch this podcast as a kind of soapbox. But uh, yeah, that's not for today. Please join me on episode five. I will be talking to Peter Moritz, who's an excellent massage therapist and also a Rosen Method body worker. He has a fantastic story about how he transformed a personal crisis into a healing journey as well. Uh, So yeah, please join me then. The music for this uh, episode, once again, has been provided by Nihilor of Bandcamp fame. 
All that remains is to say that until we meet again, may you be well. <laughs>